In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before you seated, I just have uh, just a couple of quick reminders or announcements. If you uh, um, just reminded this, this Saturday will be our prior breakfast at um, 8 a.m. So invite everyone. We invite you to come have a little breakfast right after prior. Amen. And we're going to have a little teaching session. Pastor going to do a little session after prayer breakfast. So invite everyone, you know, and if, you, if it's possible, you can be here. We would like to have you here at our prayer breakfast this coming Saturday. Uh, the latest conference is coming up uh, next next Friday and Saturday. So if you have to register, I do pray and hope all the ladies that are here, you already register for the event um it's going to be a good time i'm planning to be there too <laughs> amen <laughs> i have good choice right amen amen but i always look forward for whenever can and on the 20th we having a um a district global conference uh in tinton fall by pastor mcfarlane's uh church about 45 minutes right from here would like to invite everyone out to that event it's going to be friday night and the Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m., I think, they have a ministerial uh, training at 3 p.m. So that's the 20th and the 21st. So um, keep those dates and those announcements in mind. Anything else that I'm forgetting? Pretty much that's it. Amen. Before you see that, I'll quickly turn to um, a passage of Scripture before you see that. And um, we'll just get right into a Bible study tonight. Amen. If you have your Bible, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Luke, a very familiar scripture, Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Luke chapter 9, you can either look on the overhead or you can look um, in your Bible. Amen. And um, we're going to read uh, Luke chapter 9, verses uh, 23. Amen. And it reads as follows. And it said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. That word deny, in fact, I was, I was looking up, you know, of course, the definition, you know, as always, you look, you come across word, familiar words all the time. And, um, you know, you just want either a confirmation or a verification, whichever, if you please. And it's a state of being refusing to admit the truth when you're denying something. Um, you just don't want to take the responsibility. But it said, if any man can deny himself, take up the cross, take up his cross daily. He didn't say sometimes. He said, take up your cross daily. And follow me. Um, Lord bless you. You may be seated. For the next few minutes that we have in our studies tonight. I'm going to choose a simple topic. The divine call for your life. Um, I give, you know, as I earlier said, I give honor to pastor. Um. And for, you know, the congregation, as always, whenever I stand in front of the congregation, 
it's not likely I, or take for granted. But I, I, I treated as such with all due respect and not with all due diligence. This area is a sacred area, if you please. Everything that is done in this area should be unto the Lord. Not for our glory or for us looking good. We're not here to put on a show. We're here to give God all the glory and thank him. So whosoever stand behind the podium back here, don't forget you're standing on all the ground. In fact, this entire facility, once we walk into the door, the scripture says we should enter his gate with thanksgiving. And whenever we come into the house of God, just see it as holy as it is. As such. Um, so before I get into my lesson, th- th- this past Monday, a couple of days ago, I had to go to St. Louis. So my neighbor works with the rail, cha- stage, uh, rail station. I asked him for a ride. It was one about early in the morning. In fact, the day before, he said, no problem. He came by way before the time to pick me up, to take me to the rail station to get me on the train because I wanted to have to fly out of Newark. So he got me to the airport. I think my train was supposed to be there for 527. So while I was there, doors to go out in the area for the train, doors were closed, and there were at least probably half a dozen people standing there. There was one young lady who was on the phone talking to another guy and said, yep, all the flights or all the train are canceled. I mean, I don't know for you, most of you, but Monday morning there was a lot of lightning, thunderstorm. It was raining, raining heavily. In fact, I was up from, I think it was like from 3.30 or 4 a.m. in the morning because the thunder woke me up. So I was up and I didn't, you know, go back to sleep because I knew I had to leave out early in the morning. So got to the train station. All the train canceled. I said, God, is this your will for me to go? <laughs> I mean, I booked my flight already. I came, did a refund. Regardless if I'm there or not, the plane not going to wait for me. <laughs> so I said, wow. Take my phone up, and I called Ethan and said, Ethan. Well, he didn't answer at first. Um, then he called me back within a few seconds. I said, um, I need your help. I need a ride to go to the airport. So he came by. He picked me up at the train station, got on the turnpike, took me to the airport. My flight was, um, boarding was at 7, 10 a.m. in the morning. The train, so the train ride was approximately an hour and change, hour five minutes to go to Newark. And then from there, I have to get the air train to go to, you know, to, um, to board on the plane. So, got to the airport, went through pre-check and everything. Not a problem. Got you security clearance and everything. It appears as if everybody was waiting on me to come on the train. I mean, on the plane, rather, that is. Because there was nobody else. Everybody already boarded the plane. So I just barely made it in the midst of time. So after I got into the plane, I overheard a guy behind me. So they came, uh, came over on the air train. And the air train was stuck on the line for 15 minutes. So I said, God, I know this wasn't your will for what to happen, happen. So I'm saying, even if I got onto the train and got to New York, I still probably stuck to get on the air train to go over to, you know, to get on the plane. So I just thank God for that. You know, I mean, I said, I, I mean, I just thank, I could just, the only thing that I could do was just shake my head and say, thank you, Jesus. You know, some, sometimes, you know, just the small things that happen in our life. 
and and you, you wonder sometimes if you know if it's in you know the divine will of God. If you please, you know it was destined for me to be there because I had a conference that I have to be there for 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 two days, and um, which got there safely, and everything worked so real good. You know, I had a great time in St. Louis. Um, so um, that was that. Um, came back early Wednesday morning. Came back, hit the road running. Just got like 45 minutes to an hour, just undress, change, get on the road. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, so, but I, I thank God for giving me wisdom and direction. And I thank God for his covering and protection in my life. Um, the, 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 the divine will for your life is something that we do seek sometimes to wonder you know, Lord, the things that I'm doing, is this your real, your will? You know, you wonder sometimes. Because things, things don't work the way we want it to work at times. So we, 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 we said, Lord, I know I'm a Christian. I know I'm supposed to do the right thing. But is this in your will? So the concept of God's calling, also known as the divine call, has sometimes been misunderstood within a Christian community. The opportunity of understanding the mere divine calling of God on a Christian's life can at times be very confusing with personal dreams and ambitions. However, the purpose of a divine call, even a call to minister, is not something we created, but, God, but something God places in us. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, God's frequently called people to himself and to his work. For example... In Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, in Genesis, one of the first persons that God called was Abraham. And in Genesis chapter 12, when you get a chance, you can, in fact, you can read from verses 1 through 9, but I'm just going to read three verses there. It said, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from all thy kindred, and from your father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Leave where you are. Get out of your comfort zone to speak. So, so to please. Is this God's will for me to leave New Jersey and go to Florida? Is it is divine's will? It, it could be. In verse 2 it said, and I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. You see, when, when, when you are in God's divine will, you got to realize that what God has for you is for you. If he said, leave everything that you have, don't worry about nothing, 
if it's just the only clothes that you have on your body, you have, just keep what you have. Don't worry about where my next pair of jeans or my next suit is coming from. He said, leave everything. He said, I will bless thee, and I will make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. You see, you see when, when God bless us, we have no other choice than to bless others. Because what? You, you, you reap what you sow. Don't, don't hold on to what you have. God will bless you. Um, in fact, if you just have the only dollar in your pocket and you can able to give to someone, be a blessing to that person. Because God will bless you more than you can imagine or think. Amen? And I will bless them that bless thee. And those that curse thee, I will curse them. And shall all thy families and on the earth be blessed. Paul was also called as an apostle of Jesus Christ. Um, in fact, I didn't give Sister Patrice this one, but in first in Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter one, if you can quickly pull that up for me, chapter one, verses one. Um, the same verse of scripture is in first Corinthians chapter one. And in Romans chapter 1, verses 1. And um, chapter 1, 1, verses 1. And it said, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. Through the will of God and through sustain, sustain our brother. Paul was called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. In his letter to the Ephesian church that God gave some in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 12, you know, we know that he gave some apostles, he gave some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Not everyone are called to be an apostle. Not everyone are called to be a teacher. Not everyone had called to be a pastor. And this is why he say he gave some, not all. Because why? We, 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 we can only, we, our little finite mind can only handle so much. So therefore, if he's going to give you a mountain, he, he has to know that you can climb the mountain. He's not going to tell you to climb the mountain when you know you don't have the strength in the body or the first step you make, you're going to fall back. You know, we hear the saying all the time, you know, it's not going to give us more than we can bear. These roles were vital in order to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ, as mentioned in chapter 4, verses 11, verse 11. In John chapter 10, verse 10 through 11, he said, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The thief cometh. He has a motive. He wants to take what we have. Satan wants to take what we have. He's going to kill us. 
is going to steal what we have. It's going to destroy us. Especially if you make up in your mind to serve the Lord. You're going to realize that the road that you're walking, it's not going to be an easy road. You're going to go through ups and downs. I don't know, oh, you know, sometimes some of us drive and we go, you know, drive on rocky roads and the roads are a little rough going. You know, as Christians, we're going to be built up to go through rough times. But it's going to, we, we, it's going to, we, we're going to have to make up in the mind, in our mind rather, uh, as for me to live is Christ. Because what I'm going through, I know that there is someone that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So what I'm going through, I'm not going through all by myself. And this is why the Bible could said in, 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 in Psalms 23, he said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because he is with us. He said in the same verse, I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Verse 11 said, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. How many of us are willing to give our life for our brother? Are you divinely called? Responding to a divine call. Have you ever noticed that the experience of Isaiah parallel? Our own process of responding to the divine call to lead. In fact, in Isaiah, um, Isaiah get the, a vision. There are three things that happen. Uh, Isaiah got. It's a one. Isaiah get a vision of God. Two, a vision of himself. Three, a vision of his ministry. And at least. And um, there, there, there are five stages in which, you know, us are, in fact, that, uh, that as, um, as we go through in life, we, 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 we need to take, you know, note or mention of. We've got to realize that the first stage that we go through in life, we, we, we must know that there, there is a revelation for our life. God, you see, when, when God brought us in this world, he brought us for a specific reason. He didn't just bring us here just to leave us. Amen. Isaiah saw the Lord face to face and encounter that changed and that encounter changed him forever. The second uh, stage was the realization of God's holiness. The Bible said we should be holy. Even as my father, which is in heaven, is holy. Isaiah experienced God's holy. Through his encounter, the Lord became more than an abstract idea, ideal. Isaiah learned of God's awesome personality. Stage, stage three that we, we go through or we're going to recognize is that we're going to recognize of his own sinful uh, nature, the own sin. We've got to realize that when God made us, God made us for his reason, for his purpose. But because of that sin nature, it separates us from our, our creator, so to speak. And when we can come to the realization that um, 
The only way I can be what God wants me to be is by me separating myself from the things of the world. If you want to know that the divine will for God is for you to live the way God's created you or want you to be, you're going to have to have something that's going to separate you. And this is where the Bible makes it clear that we should love not the world, neither the things of the world. For all that is in the world is the lust of the high, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Stage four, the renewing, the renewal of our perspective. And an angel touched the prophet, cleansing him and giving him a new outlook. He is ready to serve. So the Bible said, any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He said, all things are passed away. And behold, all things are become new. The fifth one is responding to responding of his lifestyle. When God, God called Isaiah, he eagerly stepped forward. A call is marked by his fruitful life. When the Bible says we should let our light so shine before men, that men will see the good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. We have to do what we are commanded to do because it's the divine will of God for our life. A great, uh, a good leader. When you're talking about a good leader, you're talking about a person that be an example, someone that is respectful, someone that have a love for God, someone that care about others and not just themselves. A good leader will see their brother hunger and feed them. When the Bible says will never leave us nor forsake us, he means what he says. When we go through things in, in life, we, we got to realize that, you know, this is only helping us to be stronger and to be what God wants us to be. Isaiah, in his writing, he said, after Isaiah captured a vision of God, the Lord lay out a need for someone to speak to him. God has a message and is looking for a messenger. How many of us are willing to take the gospel just to share the good news to someone? How many of us are willing to say, you know, I'm going to sacrifice a day just to fast and just to see if I can just win just one? You don't need to go out there and, uh, and try to win the whole world. All you need to do is just to talk to just one person. All you got to say is, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for us. He died so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. God issued a general call for anyone and Isaiah took it personally. He did so because of three factors that make up a divine call to lead. 
The first one was the opportunity. The opportunity. You see a specific place where we can make a difference. This has to do with him timely. The second one is, is ability. We recognize that we have the God-given gift to do something about the needs. This has to do with competence, if you please. And the third one is desire. We want to step out and address the needs. Our anger pushes us. This has to do with our passion. When we are passionate about something, we're going to do whatever it takes because we are passionate about it. If I'm, a passionate, if I'm very passionate about playing my trumpet, I'm going to play my trumpet whenever I can because I'm passionate about it. If I'm, a pas- you know, if I'm passionate about coming to church, whenever the doors are open, I'm going to be in the house of God because that's what I'm passionate about. So when we are, are passionate about something, we just don't do it half-heartedly, if you please. We do it with our whole heart, with all nothing. Amen. And so the meaning of the three words, the divine call, can be interpreted in many ways. But according to the Bible, every Christian is called for a specific purpose. When you decide to give your life to the Lord, when you repented of your sin, when you get baptized in Jesus' name, you were ordained for a divine call for God for your life. Because God saved us for such a time as this. God wants us to save. If he didn't love us, God would not die for us. The scripture said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave it. He didn't have to do it, but because he loved us. He said that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but they shall have everlasting life. As Christians, we are called to Christ to follow and obey him. He made that very clear when he said to his disciples, If any man would come after me, he must deny himself, take up the cross, and follow me. Forget about everything. Just deny yourself. Follow the Lord. Because God wants you to follow him. Amen. It's always good when you have a good leader. You know, if you have a good leader that's doing the right things, you want to follow and do the right things. And few are chosen. We sometimes wonder, am I really called of God? Am I really chosen of God? Remember the Bible said we are royal priests. 
we're peculiar. We, we are special. God has called us for such a time as this. Because it's his divine call for our life. And when God called us, all we have to do is make ourselves available. The song that we sing is, Lord, I'm available to you. My will I give to you. To do what you say to do. To show someone away. Lord, I'm available to you. How many of us are available to do what the Lord wants us to do? I know we get caught up with our day-to-day busy life. And it's hard for us sometimes to say, let's take a few minutes just to read the Bible. How many of us are willing to sacrifice our time and say, God, I'm going to sacrifice this day for you. I'm going to just give you what a little portion of what you have given unto me. How many of us are willing to sacrifice that? We get so caught up with everything that's going on that we don't have much time to give back to the Lord. But the Bible said, to whom much is given, much is required. And because we are required to give back to the Lord, we have to make sure we can make ourselves available to do what the Lord wants us to do. Amen. The divine call for your life. that note, I'd like to express my final point, the call to Jesus himself in the ultimate call of our life. When, when we give all we have, we don't have nothing else to give. God is our provider. Amen. Pray that plans and purpose that you have for every one of us. Our faith to continue always obey. He said, seek it and it's right. And all you food and I provide food. You will never It's not our time. Or how many When it's not your time, it's not your time. Because God said, love us so much. And if he's not going to leave us, not forsake us. God, anything that. What be. 
the heart. And to your own Accept him at all. Acknowledge him. Direct your Direct your steps. Because if we put our him, he will make sure it comes to pass. Amen. Trust the Lord continually. Lean unto your understanding. In all for us to act in all that we can. Amen. The divine call for our life. I'm going to invite you to stand with us at this time if you can. Amen. Praise God. Look up in our mind gain. We in this world. What should we gain this whole world and lose this soul? We want to make sure for us is that we all our hearts and our mind. Amen. Father God, we give it to you, Lord God. Lord God, we know it's your will for us to be here too, God. We you, Lord, your divine our life will continue to you will help us that we'll continue to be an example. Uh, that our light will continue to shine before Lord God. To continue to bless us and keep us, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you will dismiss us from this place, but never from your presence. Lord God, we ask you to every person. Oh God, online, Lord God. We ask that your divine will will We ask that your will will be done and your kingdom will come. We ask you, Lord God, that you will bring us back here, oh God, whenever the doors are open, Lord God. Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, in the morning, whenever the doors are open, Lord God. We ask you to bring us God, so that we can continue all the glory and all the heart. We worship you. Let tonight, Lord God, protect the ways in the body, from accident, from danger, from mechanical failures or anything that runs to us. Oh God, let you will be done. We love you. Give you all the glory and all the worship you in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Now can we just give the Lord another round of applause tonight as we thank him for what he has done for us tonight. Hallelujah. We love you. We thank you. Amen. Amen. Don't ask it in the back if you have. Don't forget.